Welcome to the World of Wisdom podcast. My name is, as usual, Ahmed Paul. And this episode is a little bit different. So I'm giving you a bit of a primer, which I normally don't do. I've had the privilege to work with, be coached by, and be uh, a participant of programs of today's guest, Pamela from Sabayar. Pamela is a facilitator with the purpose of working with, living from, creating from Eros. That is what this conversation is also about. And actually, the conversation is about that, but it's also from that. So the invitation from my side is to drop into the slowness of this conversation Listen for all of it, what's being said, what isn't being said, where it's being said from, and see if that sparks your curiosity, if it moves you. It's an experiment on our end, and there's always a risk of being captured by ideas that you really like, and this is one of those ideas that I really like. So, well... So to the extent that you would like to give me some feedback, this is one of those episodes where I would really love to hear what came alive for you and what became salient and what didn't come through at all as a part of the exploration. And otherwise, I hope this could be useful for you. We're pointing to something which is very clear and to me has been life-changing as I started engaging with the practice. Um, and hopefully it could be so for you too. So enjoy the conversation with the one and only Pamela from Sabliar. I can notice it's quite interesting. Like, <laughs> because I could just notice how that when, when I asked you about the intention uh, for, for our like, explorative conversation, and you, you mentioned like, yeah, let, let's... Let's start and like the direction of like what what is eros, and and, the, and it's like and just like slowing down and really receiving that intention, and really like just dropping into a space of nothingness in a way, and a dropping into a space with you, and with what's in between as like just it's like going to standing on a mountain and going to the edge and just leaning into the unknown, you know, but where you're standing is known and then leaning in and then you're just waiting. I, I could just notice. And then I could just start feeling the energy coming. I, I, like I, I could feel it immediately. I don't know yeah. how, how it was for you, but for me, I could feel like I started to like entering my body, um, uh, entering and for me, it's almost like it comes in three ways, but what's most almost like physical or tangible. So in one way, that is where it becomes like, oh, that's where it goes. But that's not the full truth when I'm really slowing down and checking in. But I can notice like in my womb space, the energies just start to like, almost like from earth and up, just, I'm just filling my womb space up. And I can then, and then I can like, notice how it just starts to flow through to my like heart space and then actually at the same time i can just notice like from behind 
And like from the side around my head, it's like, it's almost like a field experience that I have like a field experience around my physical body where I can like, it comes like clarity in a way, but it's not clarity that is filled with like information. It's just like, it's like, it's like, it just opens. So it's more like, I'm just becoming more conscious. That's I think that would say as though there is a consciousness that's just arriving or I'm connecting to or attuning to. And then also I can sense it as um, as an experience of between us. Like it's like a yeah, it's almost like if if there would be like a container or a space between us, it starts to fill as well. Um and now when I'm talking about it, it's almost like I have the experience that I'm talking from that experience. I'm talking from the energy. So I can almost feel how it starts to, I start to float so I can feel it on my skin. So, and, and still it's almost like it's just my way of making like sense make from my, what I'm experiencing right in this moment is that for me is life force arriving. That is like a, deeper interconnectedness both within me beyond and with you and with what's i would say then like the evolutionary process is like a life force itself eros and then eros arriving in that and still it's empty and not <laughs> yeah yeah before you like at the same time you started speaking I wanted to say, oh, she's here. Yeah. <laughs> because I felt her enter. Um, mm. there, is, there is something that you're pointing to that's my experience as well, that it's, it's um, I can look for her, but I can't use my eyes to look for her. Like it's, it is that, it is that, the the looking for is more like extending, like feeling into my field. Like if I, I'm playing with this idea that that um, rather than us being holes, we are more like a, a center and a field. Um, and so, I if I extend myself into my field, uh, like out from my center. That's where I find her. Mm. Um, but that is really, and I mean that sort of in the literal sense, like that it's really sense making for me. Like it's, I'm, I'm sensing my way out. So it's not, if I look for her, I don't find her. It's interesting because there are a couple of things coming up uh, when I like, I'm listening. Um, and that is because in one way it's almost like the vocabulary we use is so uh, not adaptable. I, I don't know if that's the right word to say, but like, because I can listen when you put words on it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But out of like a more experienced sensing experience, like, yes, your word is resonating. But then from a conceptual like more like I'm like no because it's not us and you mm -hmm. or I mm -hmm. or we we are it <laughs> so it's like our language comes from the story of separation 
and 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 talking about this from that point um, requires more. Mm-hmm. Because I, because when you said like you have this like a, a center and a field, I'm like yeah. And many years ago, I said it like this. It's like when we talk about the concept of the soul, we often say the soul lives in the body, but the shift that happened is like no, it's actually the body is in the soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and then the field would be the soul. So it's it's really. I'm, I, I experience like it's a, as you said, it's not, if you look for it, it's not, you, you can't see it, but if you sense your way into it, then it's there. And for me, it's, for me, it's, I would word it as a shift in my gravity point in consciousness. Like if I am, if my gravity point is in separation or if my gravity point is in wholeness, I'm like, like <sighs> and I also think it's so interesting. I get like, I get intrigued that you're actually voicing errors as, as a she and i'm like huh. for me yeah. hmm, interesting um and i can notice now uh that there is a sense of like a uh, increased uh, i would say errors energy as we are for me i've learned through the practice that for me that is a sign that there is something building up there is something wanting to come forward yeah yeah and and <laughs> so the the body and the soul switch that's i was uh playing with with someone in a zoom room a, a conversation the other day a, a, a mutual friend of ours um and i said i, I think like i don't think we understand how uh, how deeply confused we are, you know, because we have all these sort of um, psychologists. I mean, this, the whole field of develop, developmental psychology have they have a tactic called um, subject-object shift, like that you, mm-hmm. you you take your subjective experience and you shift it out of yourself, so you can take a look at it, and that's sort of the basis for like all of the cognitive behavioral therapy stuff. Um, and and I think fundamentally what we need to do right now is an object-subject shift. Because I think we are in a culture and a moment, at least in the Northwestern sort of hemisphere, but where we are, we are addicted to objects. Everything is an object, you know, objects or hyper-objects or whatever they are. Like we, we are, and, and when we surrender to that complete subjectivity, um, that's when we also gain access to the flow again, to life. That's, that's my sort of distinct experience, that, that surrender to my senses, to, to not discarding them, to just being with the experience as I perceive it. That's kind of the... the I wanted to say door, but that's a, it's kind of the opening where it starts flowing through. It's not, and it's not an opening. It's more, it's more, uh, it's like more osmosis. It's not, it's not, there's not a crack. It's just, it's just coming through the walls, like of, of whatever barriers that I've put up. It's just a kind of complete inception. You know? 
And I, I feel it now in in the heart space. Just yes. A, yeah. <laughs> And I, I take you seriously in what you suggested. I'm, I'm wondering if we can. Um, one of the one of the Alan Watts quips or like things that he talks about um, that I really enjoy and has, that has like been with me. It's one of those when he speaks about um, there being no like th- there's a need for uh, for for us to start finding language which is which doesn't exist on the subject-object sort of divide, but rather um, things can be doing (laughs) or processes can be happening without without a subject, like without without somebody doing them. And so... Hmm. there, There is the... And even even the it is like creates dissonance in me. Like it's not you and me and it. It's like we're, we're the, the the it's like the the Trinity is um, the, the Trinity is the Trinity opens up the field, but we're trying to talk about what happens in the middle, like or talk around. You know, and then you have all these ah, oh, you know, and then and then there's the Tao that you can't, you know, the Tao that you can speak of is not the Tao, and it, all of that stuff, and you and it immediately collapses on me because I'm like ah, oh, shit, I don't want to be one of those people. <laughs> Just say things. Yeah, and, and yeah, and I'm also curious if it's really about the language or if it's. The perception of the language and how we use it, mm-hmm. um, and and I could I could notice that when you said that about osmosis, and I could notice like something happening like in the space between us, and for me, how I sense it is like a really big heart expansion, and 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 then you 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 share that that was happening for you as well. So there was like a shared awareness. We were in a shared awareness. So then that means we're in a wholeness because then there's in that moment, there's no separation between us. And at the same time there is because we're sitting in two different places on earth <laughs> through, we're not even in the same studio. We're in, in a, in a uh, digital studio. So we are in the same studio, but it's like this to be able to, it's almost like it's require a possibility to hold more paradox, uh, the complexity of, yeah, and 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 I and I totally like, and now I, I get this like I become self aware. Oh, do not have this conversation that where we're so agreeing all the time. <laughs> but it's actually like I do use it, but there is a dissonance because it, it we are all it. <laughs> so there is this like there are parts. But it's it's more like it seems that there are parts. It seems to be a separation, but the, all the parts is in the wholeness, and the wholeness is also the parts, and the parts is the wholeness. So there is some interlinked, interconnectedness, and a cohesion. 
and a true, for me at least, still, this uh, growth edge of being able to be in full embodiment is in this moment, also sensing with my sensing organs, brailing the field in between that goes beyond my bodily experience, and at the same is deeply interconnected to my embodiment, uh, and at the same time being able to put words and talk and make sense and use concept and do all these things at once, and also like having the discernment, am I still here with you? in this wholeness or have I left and tapped into my old perception of my personal or interpersonal. So it's like, it's really a, a practice, it's complexity and it's as I always done it. You know, it's like, it's so accessible because it seems that um, it's a birthright. Yeah. Mm. And and I noticed that I want to come back to that object subject shift because being a subject, I mean, it kind of implies um, a dependence, which I really like, and it, it implies uh, a context. You you're not outside of the context; you are are the context, if you will. So that's mm-hmm. that's what I heard you point to. And one of the things that have been so helpful to me is that that the, the, the personal, interpersonal, intersubjective. And then in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I want to go into the intersubjective. And, and what I'm noticing now, when I heard you speak, I think that I had a proficiency at reaching the intersubjective. And the challenge that I've been having is that I've then I've detached from the personal and the interpersonal. So I haven't allowed myself to, to taint the space. To, I haven't brought myself in fully. I, there's a surrender, um, but I would say like a self, self-obliterating surrender which I think is, I have misunderstood a lot of the, 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 the sort of the spiritual language as if that is the purpose, mm. like to, to obliterate self. Whereas... Obliterate, is that like take away or vanish? Yeah, or just, just, just yeah. annihilate, like take away, yeah, completely, mm. um, yeah, so that it, it's non-existent. Mm. And what I'm starting to believe more and more, and that might just be a, a sign of where I am in my spiritual journey, let's see. But, um, but it is that the, if I detach from my own uniqueness, and if I don't stand in full integrity, and, and if I don't, um, I have another image that I will try later but but like so if I don't stand in my full integrity then the whole space becomes less like there's there's the potential is reduced so it doesn't mean that I can't enter but the potential is reduced and then when the potential is reduced it's 
it's almost to the point, for me, it's been to the point where it's not strong enough to, to act through me. So it's there, I can connect to it, and then there's nothing more. Like it's just, it's cozy. And, and there's, there's coherence, but it's like, a, it, it's, a, it's a small coherence, which is like, it's gone as soon as I step out of it. And I'm like, was it really there? And like, I, I walk with doubt around it. And then I step into it again. I'm like, oh, this is so cozy. And there's like an addiction, like an escape into that intersubjective. Yeah, because it's nice. It's like swimming in a room space. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. it's cozy, it's coherent. It's a sense of love and interconnectedness. And we're all longing for that yeah. in a way because we're humans and that's our birthright. And that is, that's one part of the journey, as you say. And yeah, and it, it, and, it's, and when you find it, it's easily also to get a bit stuck there because yeah. you feel safe. Like, uh, as you say, and it's, uh, yeah, it could be as, <laughs> as uh, anything addictive because it's nice and, and you want to keep on. And, yeah, and then you more. bring yourself. Yeah. And when you bring yourself, when you allow yourself fully mm-hmm. and, and to, to lean in fully into the, and, and look at the friction and like, look at the, be with it and, and see if like, you know, then, then, then things start moving. Like that's when it shifts you because it's, it, it, there's an internal shift, like a transformation that happens. Right. And, and at the same time, it also like transfer that you, that's when I become a subject again of this transformation. Like I, I have no choice, but to go out and behave differently in the world. I, I noticed like uh, two things. I noticed that one that I'm I'm a little bit like a cling, can I say clinching or like a little mm-hmm. bit tense, a, a very slight tense when you use objects and subject, because it's a part of me is like ah, because in one way I'm like yeah, I get I get what you're pointing at, mm-hmm. and and you're using these words to point at that, and that distinction for me is like yeah, exactly, that's my experience, and when you use the words, I can notice it's like ooh, the the I don't know if fear is too strong, but I just like the awareness around that there can be a misinterpretation, mm-hmm. like subject, you know, like becoming more stuck in my individual, more um, out of my more ego personal part. Uh-huh. But I hear that's not what you're saying, but it's just like, so I just, and maybe I'm, I should rather go to the distinction because I think that's actually a crucial growth edge where we're standing on when it comes to like uh, intersubjectivity and when it comes to uh, sensing meaning from errors um, um, when it comes to live from errors um, create from errors um, it is this distinction of as you're pointing out how can I allow my how can I show up authentic fully with who I am and what I'm standing on and everything my whole life experience and still be out of the way yeah yeah (laughs) and and that is that's a paradox again because it is really as you say you know bringing your full self to be used as a vehicle for what wants to come forward it adds a diversity and in diversity then there are more potential and then there are more possibility for creation and synergy synthesis and and synergies uh 
and and it is this like practice of yeah may, maybe I will use these were like my ego self and my individual self as a as 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 you as you saying as a subject mm. uh, but really like and it's and it's also then when I use ego self I'm like oh god now the whole story about ego is something mm. wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's not like so it's also because we have all these stories connected to all the different words mm. but what I'm trying to point at that I can go come into a conversation with you full of myself yeah. Uh, full of, okay, what this conversation is going to be about, what I think is right and wrong, what I have, like, my perception of what's important, my values, and so on. And I can keep on having this conversation out of building on the perspectives that I hold as important. Or I can come into this conversation open, curious, really deeply devoted to listen, What's really alive here? Mm. And really, as we started at co- this conversation, tuning into that there is like an emergence here in between us. Mm-hmm. There is something that wants to come alive in this moment. So, so open, be fully here, be fully me, and still at service. <laughs> yeah. No. You know what? I, when you just, <laughs> I said, I, I took a note because something, and it says, uh, full of myself versus myself fully. And then you mm. almost said exactly those syllables. And, and people listening are going to go, oh, God, you're agreeing with each other so much. And I don't care. No, actually, do you know what, Amit? Do you know what? I, what because I just, you know, I think maybe this is good to underline. Because why are we actually pointing back on, as you did right now, oh, I was actually writing this and you said it almost, yeah. like exactly. Is it because we are uh, pattern-seeking animals? Because we are? <laughs> or is it because we still are in awe and wonder when we have an experience of being in wholeness together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we are raised and lived and breed in the paradigm of separation mm-hmm. because i can notice we have done this a couple of times on this conversation and and i still do it like i've had this experience like yeah for more than 20 years and i can still be fascinating as a little kid mm-hmm. realizing that wow this reality is actually so different mm-hmm. <laughs> and and i still get caught up in separation and mm-hmm. and that and so i also think there is something to honor Mm-hmm. That we are practicing in a different gravity point in our consciousness, and it is valuable to notice. Wow, we're here now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in this. We are in a shared awareness. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's a way of waking up to it, and I would say making it the experience maybe a bit stronger. Mm. To acknowledge that yes, that's where we're at right now. Yes, we're here. Mm-hmm. We are speaking when spoken through, mm-hmm. because we both pick up the impulses. Yeah. And Ooh, now I notice I get a bit scared in my system. <laughs> I notice my ego, like, oh god, if anyone listened to this, gonna think you're so wow. And that's okay. I'm just gonna. Um, 
hold that and release that and just keep on allowing myself to be open for the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. The fear of being judged. <laughs> yeah. What I'm, I'm, what I'm curious about as well is in our conversation so far, we've been using a lot of words that are a little clinical almost. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like one of the, the things that I, how I perceive her, there's like, there's nothing clinical about it. Like if I, the the pull or eros to me is um attraction mm. like that's that's almost the closest thing single word that i can use for her like and in that attraction there lies potential in in uh creation and, and potential for, for like a lot of things, uh, potential for dancing or, or like just movement. And the fears that I've been experiencing in myself and those around me is that, am I being pulled away from like the, 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 the story that we can only be attracted to one thing at a time kind of thing, like the, the, it comes down to sexual, like it comes down to like a relationship dynamic, like the exclusivity of of the of the marriage or of the the family structure that we have. Like the what happens when I introduce these gravity points outside of that unit, which is supposed to be my center that I'm revolving around in a way. And a lot of the felt sense has been that it's forbidden. Like there's a there's a forbiddenness to stepping into those relationships and like exploring the tension that is there because I, I experienced like the attraction or the sexual energy or like that potential as forbiddenness as well. Hmm. <laughs> I noticed like, whoa, <laughs> there is a, there is like a whole, whole door opening up. And, and, and I can also notice that I get this like, um, wanting to do distinctions. Mm-hmm. Please. Um, uh, again, connecting to that we have so many different stories around different words. Mm-hmm. So for like when you say eros, eros for me is life force. Mm-hmm. It is uh, the, the force that moves the whole evolutionary process. Uh, it is the force um, that is deeply connected to the sexual energy or creative energy. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, so it's source of creation. And like from you can make a baby mm-hmm. to create a project mm-hmm. to create species of, on, on a whole planet and a solar system. And the distinction that I'm firstly most pulled to do is there isn't because there is also, as I see it, a distinction. There is sexual energy that is more primal, uh, that is more animalistic, mating. It's in our genitals, 
Uh, and there is a sexual energy that is life force that is more like connected to our energetic system. Mm-hmm. And they are also interlinked, mm-hmm. but they can also be very <laughs> mixed up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they are both, as I received in our society, suppressed. Yeah. Uh, they are both the sexual, like more primal sexual energy is suppressed because sexuality through many religions has been suppressed as something wrong and shameful, sinful. Uh, and then we have the life force energy because we do have a society who is not built on the story of life giving, giving regenerative. We are overusing our resources. Uh, we're taking. Uh, so, yeah. So there is like shame, quite a lot of shame yeah. on both of these drive and force, if I would make a distinction and use drive for the one of them, the force for the other. So, and then I, if I will... Sorry, one second. Yeah. Sick kids. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, and then if I just should go like down with you, it's like you said, like, yeah, but don't use so clinical words. I was like, yeah, you you call you use the word attraction. Yeah. And I can like in my everyday life, a bit more maybe sloppy, I use being pulled. Yeah. Because attraction pulls you. Yeah. So for me, it pulls me to people, it pulls me to situation places it pulls me to books it pulls me like i can feel it so like really deeply trusting that signal and allowing you to go there to explore and then not having these preconditioned stories like if i'm pulled to a man oh and having this big attraction between us I'm back. Hi. Mm. Yeah, and in what way is this a part of the conversation? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it's almost like a, a lived experience of what you just said. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. yeah. Ah. So, like to to allow myself to be pulled, for example, if there is like a strong pull from to a man, and there can be a lot of sense of like attraction, and not going to my preconditioned stories in my mind of like, oh, then this needs to be sexual act that we're going to be intimate, like by uh, intercourse, or oh, it's going to be the love of my life, or yeah, whatever I project out of like preconditioned stories we have in our society around attraction or like I like sexual slash life force energy. Instead of going there and show up, going to the edge of the unknown saying, I don't know why I'm here and I don't need to know. And I will figure it out by just showing up really surrendering to the moment of the not knowing 
and at the same time being um, an agency for yeah. wants to come alive. Yeah. And um, so really, so I, I've been doing that practice for so many years of just like, okay, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm going, I'm going. And every time it gets so, how do you say? It's just the meaning is just arising. The creation is arising. And then if you look back, you can almost see a pattern that life has pulled you in that direction for sometimes years, sometimes weeks, sometimes just hours. And you can see how that thread just keeps on going. And then I, I, I like, so for me, there's like an interconnectedness. There is a web. There is like, it seems to be a, this like, error seems to have this, how would you say, like, the qualities of its surrounds and its um, uh, interconnects and it organizes. Like, there is, like, a, some kind of direction mm-hmm. uh, towards more complexity, more prosperity, towards more grace, towards more beauty. Mm-hmm. But, but I get so easily caught up in my both own personally and my trauma stories and my society story of what that is. So I get like, I get, I, I get thrown out of the, of the, of the, the pro- unfolding process. Mm-hmm. But, but that's, I see is like, and, uh, and also really like, there's such an investigation also as you, as I received you pointing at that, ah, the collaboration between a man and a woman, mm-hmm. you know, allowing that energy to be free, mm-hmm. like to be in that play. And, you can tell, you can also call it like a, a kind of like seduction, but not for getting in bed, mm-hmm. but for really sourcing. Like, what is it that's here? And that's like, do you hold the polarity between us? So, like, the tension can can become, yeah, can just increase the energy of what's there, and and there is something coming forward. Now I get a bit abstract again, but no, but I, I love it. I guess I can, I might be able to bring us because the, the two things mm-hmm. that are extremely alive for me is like one we spoke about the the interpersonal the the personal interpersonal intersubjective and so when we step into the to the the creation this life force with our boundaries it's not boundaryless it's with our boundaries Mm -hmm. that is again friction and the friction generates you know heat it generates something Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. to be played with and and if we can have hold that curiosity of and also keep checking in with ourselves keep checking in with our nervous systems like am i okay am i okay and and uh, am i within my am i on my boundary i might be one step beyond but i, I you know it, as soon as we rush in first just let go of all the attachments and just like lose ourselves literally lose ourselves then we're in very dangerous territory. And that's when, we, that's when we're cut off from her. That's when she takes responsibility for us and she cuts us off from her and she slaps us back into reality because she says, okay, so this is what you did. You lost yourself. Here are the consequences. Mm. Deal with them. You know? And when you come back stronger, mm. here's the trauma. You know? When you come back, you will be stronger for it. And I'll invite you again. And so it's, it's like the... The movement is the image that I wanted to invoke before was that of the river and that of the river of of like with rocks in it, and it's and and then 
as you constrict the flow, the flow is faster. And when you remove those constrictions, those blocks, the flow is slower. And that slower flow, it's still moving more water. It's like it's a lower water line, but the water is flowing and you could still theoretically be moving more water. So that slowness is not a lack of life. It's just a different way of looking at life. So it's not the speed, it's just the, it's the quantity. It's like the quantity or the quality of the flow, like the, the calmness, the evenness, the, the, the... No, I'm losing myself in that analogy. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, but it's like mm-hmm. there's something around that, that um, pull and then the cutting. And she's, to me, it's, it's, a, it's a way of listening. And, and that's where we need to, to let go of attachment is to not want more like that's the that's the sort of the cardinal sin of greed it feels like the when we just want more and we're just heading forward and forward and forward and then we forget that we are all of it we are omnidirectional it's not just that pull but there are also other things that are pulling us and and that's and all of them are pulls it's not holding back it's actually pulls but we we need to not be so lost in that forward pull that that the initial that that life force that's right in front of us that we lose the other ones. <laughs> Again, I'm just like, oh God, another room. <laughs> and, and then that pull of making distinctions again come forward. Yeah. Uh, because there was, I would like to go back a bit. Because yeah. I received, you said something really important uh, that, that, um, Yeah, but it is really about that's where showing up fully comes in. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like it's it's when I move with the pull, like the attraction. And for example, if you take that a man and a woman, and to to not lose yourself, as you say, in that creative flow, that like attraction, that juiciness, that like that thing. I don't know, thing is the wrong word. I'm going to go a bit slower. Losing yourself, it's really absolutely about who am I? And what context am I in? Like, my values, like being truly, deeply in integrity of my values, being deeply interdirected and in sovereignty with the choose of exploring what life force brings. Sometimes that means to leave everything behind and move forward. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it really does not. It means to hold your boundaries, mm-hmm. to be in alignment with your values and exploring from there. And by that, that tension that can come up because there can be like a projection of like unfulfilled needs, blah, 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 whatever that comes in and you, and you start to, as you said, like get seduced or or losing yourself, mm-hmm. but it's really like, how can I explore what's here and what wants to come forward with my full integrity and trusting that I can show up as much as I can out of my values? I'm not talking about fears. I'm not talking about like uh, conditioned beliefs that mm-hmm. is uh, more for yeah. my personal yeah. society story. I'm really talking about my anchored values who I want to be and how I want to show up as a human being 
out of my bigger self that I see is valuable for the, the context and communities I live in. So that that's that's where that's where that's actually as I see it for now, because this is an exploration and we're sharing wisdom nuggets and experience and in this moment we're also practicing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really about there to stay in, in that uh, authentic self and showing up in the wholeness of what wants to be created, being used and not allowing yourself to be misused because you lose yourself. Yeah. 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 yeah and, and, and it's as is, like it's not as it, as you would want it to be or as it quote unquote should be. It's, it's with the context as it is. Because that's my normal deception for myself. It's like, yeah, but it shouldn't be a problem. And at the same time, I know it is a problem. <sighs> yeah, no, and I think also a little bit like what you brought in, it, a little bit also brings like a, a tweak or like the, the, the conversation in a little bit different direction because you also, because I also, I also see that there is, there is one way of dialoguing from this space, mm-hmm. like sensing, living, dialoguing and, and sensing meaning from errors from this, this really like, okay, what is it that wants to come forward in this conversation? What is something like you hold one, there comes something for you, something for me. There's a perspective sharing, something new. But I also receive you pointing towards like, how is it to create and collaborate from this? Mm-hmm. And in what way do we as women and men and the androgen or the non-binaries, the more like a modern, postmodern word to use, mm-hmm. In what way do we play a role in this? Mm-hmm. Like in that dynamic mm-hmm. of the feminine, the masculine, that polarity, and how can we bring the pull or the attraction, mm-hmm. the life force spark, mm-hmm. the, the, to our workplaces without mixing it up with, oh, it's a sexual desire and mm-hmm. we're just going to hump each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. uh, uh, so, because we have really pushed away sexuality from workspaces for a long time, also for good reasons, and that was the step in the evolutionary ladder. And it seems that it's coming back. And how do we do that with, uh, yeah, the wisdom or the possibility that's now? Yeah, there's something in in the I mean, because sexuality is inherently relational, and I and I feel this moment as um, an invitation to step into relationships, like really step into relationships and. And be fully immersed in relationships as well. And again, 
bringing my full self in. But like, it's almost like we've, what do I want to say? <laughs> yeah, it's a tricky path. This is really <laughs> on the edge, I can say. Yeah. Mm. But but there is something around sort of the, there's an exploration for me, actually, which is around what does it mean to be in relation? Like, what is what is it truly to be in relationship with and to be The risk of like stepping into a relationship, if you step into it fully, is that you will be transformed by it. And so there's like this dynamic of like, you, I step out of this door, I go and I have meetings with people, we create concepts, we do things, and then I come back. And there's always been that, like if I let myself be me fully, I'm not the same person. It doesn't matter really how I how I relate to anything, but I'm not the same person. It's impossible that I'm the same person because I have new experiences and I have seen things. And when I start noticing those things, um, when I come back, if I want things to be stable, if you will, there's a certain element, an expected performance. Like there's there's a performativity. So so like I perform, I perform father, I perform man, I perform husband. I perform like all of these like identities. And what I'm feeling called to, and especially what kind of the whole, that, that piece of Eros, what, what she is inviting me to, is to be. And the being is, is it's liminal because it's, it's fluid. It moves. The whole time, like every time I interact and react and respond, my frame changes. And even though my reaction is inevitable, everything that falls from that reaction is new. Like it's, it's like every yes is, is like a no to everything else. Like every possibility that I step into, every program that I follow, every... You know, and and at, so I have like no freedom, freedom, and absolute freedom. In the, it's like that Nora Bateson quote actually around agency, which is like agency. It's a it's a, the ultimate paradox, and she says something to the extent of um, as long as we believe that we have none, like if if we believe that we have none, then we have a little. But as soon as we believe that we have some, we have none. Like it's that like it's a it's a fundamental paradox of. But, but that edge of being and, and, and trying to be in my being, it's... It got a bit disconnected, it, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. you have to... Yeah. But the edge of, that, that edge of being and, 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 and that... It's not necessarily something that I'm enjoying that. It's hard. It's it's like because I don't really know where it's going to take me. Like I, I, I'm like how do I how do I perform? How do I create stability and safety and trust in my relationships? 
seems to be chopping a little bit, but it doesn't matter because it's our yeah, our it's files chopping. are fine. But but it's more the for the context of the conversation. But mm-hmm. how do I create safety and trust so that we can go on adventures together? You know, when I'm constantly shifting and changing, and like if I'm allowing that full, like how do I how do I how am I? <laughs> How, how can I be responsibly? How, how am I being responsibly? <laughs> if you understand that. <sighs> um, this is what comes up, so I trust that impulse. Um, I, for me, it's a yes and. Mm-hmm. Because I, I yes, it is about <laughs> it is about as you said, like you could use the word like it's about being and, and being present to what is mm-hmm. and being in the movement of life, like the the, the, the process is a movement. Mm-hmm. And being with that is no, it requires practice to enjoy it because it it's, can feel uncertain and unknown and unpredictable, and you like you don't like have that okay lin, like more li- linear way of like I, I'm going to do this and this I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and and so on because it's really like no you feel how like it pulls you as a process and the only thing you know is what you have behind and what's in this moment you know you don't know exactly where you're going and the the work is a lot about just keep on go to the edge of the known and and stay there until it unfolds and i receive it has a clear direction it has a clear direction it pulls me in a direction even if i don't know exactly what that is it, it's it's almost like and, and, it, and it's like in one way, it's like, oh, God, should I really say this? But it's almost like I would say, it's written in the stars. There, there is like a, there is a, there is a plan or there is a direction. Uh, and I do not say that that's static and linear, but it, it is, it has, a, it has a direction. It is almost like, what I have in my full authentic self, how I am designed, there is a potential that I can allow to unfold through me. And either I resist it <laughs> and struggle with it, or I can let go and allow me to be pulled through life in that direction. And trusting that potential, and I'm not saying it's like, oh, is this image is this? Mm-hmm. No, it, it is a, it's a, it's a, it's like a unmanifested pile of potential, mm-hmm. but there are like strands in it that is me, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is like mm-hmm. that I'm designed for. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That seems, and I'm really try talking because it's beyond my conceptual understanding. And it seems to be deeply interconnected and interlinked to the past, present, and the future. Mm-hmm. 
and and me as a part of a wholeness, utterly important and totally meaningless at the same time. Like, yeah. I always struggle with the written in the stars piece. But I think what I'm hearing you say, where I'm, where I feel like the extent that I feel like I can go to at this point is that there is that pile of potential and, and there's always, there are invitations for me to step into it. And, and, and there's a, there's a small probability that I will get through all of it in my life. Um, and, and so like, it doesn't, something around the directionality. Um, but it's like, for, for me, it's like, it's an invitation to take as much of that potential as I uh, can hold. And that's, that's, and at the same time, there's no guarantee that all of it will be taken. Like I, I'm not, might not have the capacity to, to live into that potential fully. And I think the other thread Okay, this is curious. Like, let's see. Let's see how this ends up. But one of the things, one of the images that I've been hanging out with um, lately, when when it comes to to uh, eros, I, I've and I, I also perceive some of the Christian mythics to talk about. And when we talk about Holy Spirit, like that is that's very mm -hmm. close. Uh, it seems to be pointing roughly in the same direction. But one of those sort of um, interpretations of like what's the meaning of life <laughs> it's it is for life to create more life it's like that principle of of more life and and so it's like it's and it's like a so it's like a balance of intensity and 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 longevity if you will like that there are these moments that would go under uh, under the you know the the kairos type that type of terminology where it's like you step out of clock time and you just have the whole existence available to you in in a unit and you're just like you're there and it's timeless yeah. and at the same time that could be a flash or that could be you know and there's something around the, that's where I'm struggling for myself because that's my, my trick for me has been to, to trust it, to trust her. Um, and kind of knowing as well that I've asked for certain things at certain points and, and there is that feeling that I get what I'm asking for, but it's never in the way that I ask for. Like it's never the way that I wanted it to happen. But the end result kind of, and so to be very, very sort of in the blood and the dirt at the moment, like the, the this Ukraine conflict, for instance, like where you have lives ended. And at the same time, when you look at, it's going to be weird to say, okay, I'll, I'll stick with it. But, but it's like when you look at some of the communications and the stuff that, that's sort of coming out from there without having any direct experience, there is so much intensity 
there. So, so that's what I'm like. She, it feels to me like she's, is she to be trusted? You know, like I, I know she is, but at the same time, I'm like, I can't, for, for my insignificant existence, how much do I dare like to, to lean into that piece of, of it's, you know, because I don't think, even if there's a directionality, I don't think there's any guarantees that it will end well. Or like, you know, it's not going to end like I wanted it to. It will, it will be, and then it will end. But like the, <laughs> that wanting piece, that agency piece is there. It's like, I don't, do, do you get what I'm talking around? I, I can't put it more succinctly than, than that. But that's my struggle. That's, that's, my, that's really my edge, that trust piece. It's like, I feel safe. I want to go on an adventure. But, but the trust piece is like, that's where I'm still growing my capacity so that I can be part more of my pile of, of potential, if you will. Yeah, and here is like how... Um... Yeah, there are several things coming up at the same time. It's just one part is just like, oh, I, the last year I just arrived in a deeper point of trust to life force, like to Eros. Like, uh, really, I'm just like, wow. Like, Life is uncertain, it's unknown, it's unpredictable, and we are so deeply um, fast-changing and resilient and uh, designed to navigate, navigate skillfully this life experience with everything it contains. Okay, so, so both I have landed like in a quite deep, deep trust of like, Wow, just this human design. Holy smoke. Like, allow the forest to burn down, and I will go into shock because I lose everything and we're not like being like, prepared for it. And if I allow that movement of shock moving through my emotional system, mm-hmm. uh, then I can actually be up and running after a couple of days and, like, okay, where am I attracted to go? Where's food? Like, whoosh, and then, like, like attracted to go for like bringing life to life again and showing up, you know? But so, but, but because of we are so conditioned through our society and we are also li- living, like loads of us are so traumatized. So our bodies as this design is not functioning in, in, in its own, uh, how do you say like birthright way. Yeah. So that is one very like grounded way of like, wow, there's one part of me want to go out in the streets and just shout and dance like, God, people, if you would know how fucking resilient we are, what a fast adapters we are and how skillful we are uh, made to navigate like, like birth and death of life. You know, life is change. Like it's nothing else. We, we, we go and think that everything should be the same. That's just uh, like a uh, illusion. Like if we would know how, yeah, what, what, what capacity to lay, lay inside of us because of that. We are so designed to, to navigate this reality. 
And that is on a very human ground, hands-on level, like out of science, fact, nervous system, blah, 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 like how we are and how we are. And then there is another perspective that's a more deep, mysterious or esoteric, or you could say spiritual perspective inside. A deep, like a deep trust that life is a movement, an unfolding mystery, mm -hmm. and it has a purpose of evolution, mm -hmm. and and we are part of that, mm -hmm. and so we can trust it will take us, and it will keep on. So, like, and then. Even if I have had the possibility to go even deeper into trust both these perspectives, mm. I will keep on falling out of it mm. because that's also a part of this reality to practice to come back into not believing the stories of my mind mm. or the chemistry in my body that comes from my past traumas mm -hmm. and my, my childhood conditioning. So it, it's... And it's not... <laughs> As you say, I, I, allowing like, to become self-aware and to show up for the evolutionary process by following the attraction or the pull of errors, like the the, mm -hmm. the the impulse of errors. It's not a, it's not a recipe for joy and pleasure and a good life and everything would be good. I, I, I that's not what I found so far. Mm -hmm. In this reality, it's pain, it's pleasure, it's loss, it's it's receiving, and yeah, and and we don't know. Yeah, I don't know what my life story should bring. I don't know if that's what you were pointing at, but that's what's what came. Yeah, that and the way that it landed in me is that I felt like a deep resonance in my body and a fundamental resistance in my mind. Like, mm. and, and the way that it appears to me is that there, this is something that my body already knows. So I have the capacity to act from it and I'm negotiating with my mind, like constantly mm. negotiating. And that's also how I feel a lot of these conversations in the podcast. I feel like I, when I can kind of lean back and just like, like we've been saying, that word of like getting out of my own way, but and yet allowing myself to step in fully. The the words just seem to percolate up, like they they come from from the ground and up and through, and they of course they touch the mind. That's not that's not what I'm. But it's still there is that there's a certain relaxation of like there's a practice apparently that I've found, which is like to, to allow my mind to to kind of sit sit there um, around the table, be part of, and yet not control, you know, but it's like, it's more of a consensus type process where. And, and I love, that's, that's actually what I'm, for me, that's where I'm, I'm leaning towards at the moment. I was, had a conversation that, that also was like transformative a few weeks back. And one of the things that he, pointed to he was like what he's passionate about which is such a strong resonance that i've just adapted it but it's like finding generative sequences 
like things that will allow us to cultivate certain skills so that we can go out and and be in the context we are in like so it's it's, it's not it's a it's beyond the outcome and that's i think the shift that i'm trying to work with like i have these outcomes still in my mind that are success and being okay is like it it, it it's still in my mind a certain like it's a checklist of things that is being okay mm. and at the same time i can relate to this idea of being okay no matter what like mm. the you know when when the literally like where how do i will i be okay when when everything that i own is taken away yeah mm. and all all the people that i love are dead like will i be okay and and i think so i fun i truly fundamentally actually trust that i will be okay yeah and here i, I would again i want to uh, i have this urge to want to make a distinction because mm. i don't in any way mean that oh take away everyone i love and i won't care you know i will be mm-hmm. okay no take no, away no no exactly food over my head and i will be okay i'm, I'm not talking about that what i would more like refer to like spiritual bypassing mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that's what you're doing but it's like if you take away my loved ones, I will cry and I will grieve mm-hmm. and it will feel like I'm dying. And I, and yeah, and it will take time probably for me to, and I know I will be okay. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, take away everything I own. Yeah. And I know that if the circumstances are fruitful in a way, I will build my own house again. I will start collecting resources again because that's the animal I am. (laughs) Like we had like, so it is like to really, as I was on my way before, like really trusting life and trusting the design of the animal I am. To me, it's two perspectives, like a very, yeah. Just really like it's, it's, it's the human experience. Yeah. We are emotional beings. Like we, we, I know we, we want to believe that we are rational beings, but and we're pack animals. And I don't, I don't say that you said that. I just want to because I think it's so important. Like, yeah, it is so possible to to question your stories and and to heal your traumas and decondition and deattach and that's what's also as you said at the start. Errors come through relationship, it comes through attachment. Yeah. It's seeking connectedness and deep wholeness yeah. for coming along. So yeah. It's like an egg and a sperm. Yeah. Yeah, it points me back to the friction piece, like the, again, like the confusion that we have that that the friction is like that i mean it's it's again it's like it's very it's often said but it's like it's it's energy like the the friction is energy it's life force that's that's waiting to be released and if we can kind of if we can hold it there is a, there is a way for us to to take action and to re, to release it if you will and there's another completely sort of pad, like 
different shift of of like what we're talking about now. The way that it appears in me is like when you when we trust that life will step in, that eros will step in, that there is a potential for synergy. When we trust that deeply, we just need to hold the friction, and and the the it's like the more or if we can make it visible so that it is, it's larger, it's almost like inviting it in a way, stepping towards it so that it's visible to all of us. When I'm feeling the friction, I'm saying, hey, I'm feeling friction here and I'm placing it in the field or like in the centers for everybody to see. That increases the mm-hmm. friction initially because everybody is seeing it, you know. And yet at the same time, in that collective move of everybody looking at that friction, that's where the potential lies for synergy. Like that's where things, unexpected things can happen that, that are, are bigger than me. And it's like, I mean, I, very, I mean it very tangibly. I saw you do it in, in a group process that we were in recently. There was an, a, something that happened, which was like a, an enormous projection. And you just held that projection and let it be. And then the intelligence of the group it just, it kind of, it, 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 the field adapted around it. And then somebody else said something and it added to the friction and it got bigger and it got bigger. And then something happened and it was like released. And it wasn't released in a, in a deflating way. It's not like, because I've, I differentiate between like the, the balloon being popped and like all the potential going, mm-hmm. getting lost. But rather it was like all the potential was being gifted to all of us. Like, the learning that I had from that experience is just with me. I have like an embodied sense of what is possible when I hold that tension. And so now I'm curious about what would happen if I, how far is my nervous system trained? How, how long will I be able to hold? You know, what if I don't collapse? What is the potential for those that are around me? Like how much, what, what a gift it is for me to give to those around me, for me to be able to hold friction and make it visible instead of stepping away or resolving it. Taking care of it in my room somewhere, but taking care of it together, like trusting that relationship, relational aspect that we can hold it. Yeah, and and a relational aspect that is, yes, the, the personal relationship as us as humans, but the relational aspect also as us as a wholeness. That there is like, yeah. because that's also both of them are valuable, but like the wholeness of like whatever I project in you is a part of me. Right? Like like the tension like to show up for the evolutionary process that wants to unfold in between to move the group or move the individual and just moving the process. So it's, it's really um yeah. Yeah. I have this like I can I think I can bring it down really like I don't know if it's basic, but like in my mind, this is really simple. It's like I I almost see this process, evolutionary process that holds the whole universe, universe and beyond. If, if there is something beyond, like, and I'm just see, seeing how it moves and it just uses everything in that like in that universe as vehicle for moving the bigger process. So it's like there is a process, and the process is moving through. So whatever situation or group or place I'm in, I'm just seeing that, oh, we're just part of evolution. What well, what is it that wants to come forward here that increase the complexity, that increase more life, more consciousness, more prosperity, more beauty? 
and then just leaning into that and 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 that is not always easy but it's like for me it's a very helpful image uh, of like constantly remind myself of it's like yeah this is a part of the bigger whole this is the bigger whole we are all in it and we're just vehicle for something that is so profound and bigger than us that i can i would probably never fathom it like i, I my my cognitive complexity my life experience my consciousness is just too small but i can just like it's just i could just use that image and keep on showing up because i have had enough experiences to trust that that's that's what feels right for me Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the only that's in one way the only thing I believe I can truly lean on. Like if if I follow the pull, the attraction, the life force, aliveness, eros, mm-hmm. I followed it. Yeah, I'm on my like I'm heading for 25 years, mm-hmm. and I see the pattern, and I see the the intelligence, and I see, and I just keep on, and I just notice that it's. There is something there, yeah. and I, just keep on practicing and having a possibility for more shared awareness experience in groups and with people, and realizing that it's always present, it's always available. Yeah. It's a choice. It's a practice. And I also I just wanted to make something salient again, because when you're saying to keep practicing, and we've been talking about to keep trusting, keep living even. But it's like it, there's no <laughs> there's no thing in the end of that. It's just it's just the engaging with the process of practicing and engaging with the process of trusting uh, or being, if you will. Like my my process of being okay. Like it's just it's just a being. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you think there is a go- end goal, you lost it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's done. <laughs> and then you just caught up in yourself again. <laughs> is that it? Is this a unit? This is a whole. Or is there something else that wants to be added to this whole? When you ask the question, I can notice again, Eros is coming in, like a life force is coming in. And for me, it means uh, uh, a yes. I think this is it. Mm. How? What's the life for you? That feels true. That feels true. Thank you. Thank you.